Hey guys, back on the couch today. I've got Sarah from Adapt and Green Zone joining me. So I'll let you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about you. Yep. Okay. My name is Sarah Pereira. I work as a personal trainer at Green Zone Fitness in Jindalup. I've been working um, as a personal trainer for the last five and a half years. Um, I was born in Australia, lived here, well, born in Perth actually, lived here my whole life. Um, my background is, so my dad is English-Scottish, um, my mum is Anglo-Burmese, um, hence the reason why I've got the short stature, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty much it. Oh, wow, cool, yeah, so um, you mentioned before that you've been in the industry for, uh, we're talking just before this, um, you used to work in HR as well, yep. and yeah, and admin and that, and did you find that helped coming across into your PD business? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess any skills that you learn at any job um, will obviously carry over into everything that you do. Um, but yeah, working in human resources really taught me, and especially with the role that I had, because I started um, in an admin role um, as the assistant to the HR manager. Um, and then I moved into like doing some payroll and doing some workers comp and traineeships. Um, so I learned a lot of different skills and I learned how to you know, manage all those different things, which again, as a personal trainer, you're not just training clients, right? You're okay, actually, exactly. Yeah. So you're you know, having to schedule people in, you're having to write programs, do meal plans, um, like so many different things. Um, and I guess that just helps when you obviously know how to juggle different things as opposed to just being like one thing and that's all that you can do. So yeah, definitely, it's definitely transferred over into this role. Yeah, I love it. And um, you know, I've said this on podcasts before, but um, how often people um, fail at being a personal trainer more so because they don't understand the business side. Exactly, They don't yeah, understand definitely. how much admin is involved, how yep. much um, you know, one paying yourself a wage, paying tax, yes, paying yep. super, if people pay themselves super. Yeah. Um, and then also the customer care. Yes, and definitely. If you're, if you're not used to doing that and customer complaints too, which you'd be well aware of is, um, yeah, being able to manage that is such a big part of personal training. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's so much, I think a lot of people get into the industry thinking, it's going to be like just super chilled and crazy. I'm just going to turn up to the gym, train my client. That's all. But there's just so much more involved that goes in behind the scenes, um, even as like, you know, in terms of self-development, right? Because when you're a trainer and you're running your own business, the only way that you can grow is to obviously then invest that time back into your growth because yes, you're not yeah. going to work and spending all this time growing. You're teaching people, right? So yeah. then you have to spend time actually growing yourself and you know learning new as things trainer, so that you coach, can be yeah. a better trainer exactly yeah. um and yeah like you said as, as a coach not just as a trainer not just doing the physical things because yeah. as we know like physical will only take you so far you have to have that mental ability too to get even further yeah um so, so yeah spending time on like doing all that is also super important so yeah no i love it um, let's bring it back around now to, uh, what got you into the industry? Like what was your, what was your reason why? Um, so yeah, like I said, I was working in human resources for like four years before I actually started working as a trainer. Um, the real, like the first reason that I actually decided to leave that job and get into personal training was, I was not completely fulfilled in what I was doing in HR. Um, and my husband also works as a trainer. Um, and we were considering, you know, going into business together and doing things together as a team. Um, and it just made sense. You know, I'd already studied sports science degree well, at yeah. uni. Um, so I already had the qualification. 
um, to get into the industry. So it was like a super easy transfer over. Plus, um, you know, I've always been super passionate about fitness. So especially fitness. Um, obviously, as I've got older, I've learned more about health, um, nutrition and all those things. Um, but growing up as a kid, you know, I've always been super active and it's something that I've always like prided myself on. You know, I've always wanted to be that, you know, super healthy and fit person and, you know, the person that can do all these freakishly crazy things. Um, I don't really train that way anymore, but <laughs> I used to train a lot like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd already had that background and it just made sense. And it's something that I'm so passionate about and I love to do, so. Love it. Um, you mentioned some crazy things you used to do, like uh, you competed in IFBB? Yeah, so I that. used to do, um, so I first did my competition back in 2014. Wow. Uh, that yeah. was in IMBA. Yeah. Um, and I literally did like a three week prep <laughs> um so i was already training i didn't do bodybuilding style training back then i did kind of different kind of style of training um i did a lot of running because um i was wanting to compete in running races so that made sense that i spent a lot of time running yeah. um so yeah i did a three-week prep uh someone that i know so his name's david kearns he's actually a trainer as well you probably you may know him um, he approached me and, you know, said he's, he was actually a friend of mine. So my husband was prepping for a comp, um, and he suggested, Same uh, yeah, he was yep, doing awesome. NBA yeah. as well. So, um, he was like, oh, why don't you just give it a shot? You're, you're in great shape. Why don't you enter the bikini division? I think your physique is good for that. Um, and yeah, it gave me something to follow for three weeks, did everything that I, he told me to do. And yeah, so I did my first comp then. Uh, I ended up placing third. Felt like I placed first. I was like ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, I was like so happy. three <laughs> weeks of prep and like placing. It was amazing. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great experience. And then that kind of carried on to like me wanting to compete again. So um, the following year, I did a bit of a prep for IFBB. Um, back then it was the Omara yep. competition. So yeah, that was my first IFBB comp. I placed fourth. I think they were placing five back then. Yeah, yeah, again, um, prep, I think back then, I don't think I'd trained or maybe dieted the way I needed to do for an actual bodybuilding competition. I was on new to it. Exactly. So, and I prepped myself back then. So, you know, it was just my husband and I, we learned a little bit of stuff and then we just you know, played around with it together. Yeah. Um, and again, it was so new to us because neither of us had ever done bodybuilding before and we didn't know anyone other than David that were bodybuilders. Um, so yeah, we were just learning and it was a good experience again. Um, so that was why I then did another competition the following year. Um, I did go a national competition that year because um, my husband wanted to go and because he was going. He was very successful in all the competitions he's yeah. done. He's always placed first um, when he's competed in IFBB. Um, so that year, I think he was open short and he was novice and he placed first. So he wanted to go to nationals. Yeah. And I just always went as well. Yeah. And just made <laughs> like, well, I'm going along <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. So may as well just go and get yeah, the experience so awesome. and yeah. compete. Um, and again, something for, like in terms of competition, I think, you know, the training is always so much fun for me because I love training. So that the grind is not a problem for me, you know, doing the cardio, doing the weight training. That's all so cool. I love doing it. Yeah. 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 So um, it was more like come comp day, like getting up on stage in front of heaps of people. 
um, that confidence thing for me was like a big thing. So, you know, yeah. the more I did it, the better I was going to get at it. So that's why I always just, whenever there was an opportunity, decided I would do it. So, yeah. Love that. Um, so cool. And then, yeah, competed the two years after that as well. So I competed once a year um, and always did the October shows. Um, so, yeah, I did the nationals for the next two as well. I think the second year I competed, I placed second. Um, awesome. yeah. in open short yeah which again yeah. felt like I placed first it was yeah. awesome um <laughs> and then the following year um I competed I placed third I was um in a I will never forget this lineup it was crazy so Nicole Tan yeah um she placed second and there was another girl who placed first I've forgotten her what name what year was this uh it was back in 2017 17. in oh. October um, um, and Tanya Road was also in the division. Like it yeah. was a crazy division. And it was the four of us, only yeah. four girls. I've forgotten the girl's name, but she trains with Zia. Um, but yeah, she, yeah, they're like incredible. Her and Nicole Tan were like, insane with Tanya. They're all amazing. So to even play, like to place third was like, again, it felt like amazing to place yeah. third in a lineup <laughs> like that, you know? That's so cool. Um, but yeah, no, I've not competed again since then. Um, I've just taken like the last couple of years off. Um, I actually had a bit of a shoulder injury, which was like really, really terrible. Um, so I had to take a step back completely from training for a while um and then yeah since then i just haven't really done any more comps <laughs> yeah fair enough but, but yeah i still enjoy doing the whole bodybuilding style of training so. yeah yeah no, that's what i love it. that's what i saw on your um one of the reasons i brought you on yeah so i really loved your instagram and the way you portray yourself as like a as a trainer and coach and like inspiration to others like yeah. i thought it was really cool so oh, be good to get you on to hear your story yeah and um let people know a bit more about you as well yeah um one of the things you were talking about there is like you know how how much you learned along the way your yeah. bodybuilding journey yeah um do you find that something you can relay back to your clients now in ways of like um not so much the probably the whole comp prep side but just like everything you learned along the way and you know the lifestyle changes and the habits that you learned yeah definitely um oh yeah for sure i mean there's so many things that you can learn from just doing a prep right um yeah. the mental side again like is yeah. a big thing um training for me like i said it is always been something that i love doing so you know for me to tell someone about training it may be a bit harder but you know diet so like being strict with your diet and you know following a specific meal plan to get you somewhere um is super important when someone wants to get like results um but most importantly like is consistency like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, not being just doing it for like one or two weeks. But exactly, like, you know, six months. So exactly. So yeah. yeah, and again, a bodybuilding prep is not just the twelve weeks where you're leaning down, right? It's yeah. all year round. So I don't just train for twelve weeks and decide that I'm going to build muscle. You don't build muscle in that twelve weeks. Yeah. You build muscle in your off season. You know, the rest of the year. So the other like nine months of the year is where you're having to still be consistent. Um, and if you want to like, you know, achieve a goal, like do what you need to do to achieve that goal. So if your main goal is to build muscle, then, you know, figure out what it is that you need to do to get to that goal. Yeah. Um, cause there are a lot of like different things that people obviously, there's so much out there on Instagram oh, and social so much, media. So much information. Oh, flooded. exactly. Yeah. So it's hard to know people were just like so confused and like, should I do that? Should I do this? But the thing is, is you need to figure out what your goal is and do what you need to do for your goal. And yeah. everyone is so different as well, right? So 
what works for me may not work for another person. Um, everyone has different things that are going on in their life. So like work commitments, they've got Stresses, family, yeah, finances, stress, finance, exactly. Job, so, just, yeah. yeah. So what my plan is may not work for someone else, you know? So like I train six days a week, but you know, a, a mum who has a full-time job is probably yeah. not going to be, maybe she can't do six days a week. So you got to figure out what works for her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just one example. There's obviously so many more. Um, but yeah, consistency, I think is the biggest thing. Like, being consistent with everything that you do. And that obviously takes a lot of discipline, um, but it's something that you can practice. It just doesn't just doesn't just appear. You can't just drink some discipline, right? You've got to do things regularly so yeah. on a daily basis. So like whether that means like having a routine or a ritual or a plan and then following through with it. Um, they're 100%. big, yeah. Yeah, like it's, it's really is like a muscle. Like you can train the physical side, but if not train the discipline and the... Uh, what I like to call them like non-negotiables right yeah. so um, you know and this is this is a message I get back clients like I don't argue with myself whether I brush my teeth in the morning oh my goodness I, you know, this is one that we use all the time yeah, yeah. so my husband like uses that example all the time and it's so true that is so yeah. true yeah you don't argue with yourself about having to get dressed in the morning you do it because you have to exactly right? like you're not going to walk out in the world you're you know? committed to it yeah you're committed like it's, yeah. just, it's, a, it's a habit you just go through and you do it because yeah. that's what needs to be done um, yeah, and the same thing with training and food. People are like, oh, sure, it's so man, hard. So I'm true. like, just think of it like brushing your teeth. You gotta do it. So get it done. Yeah, yeah love tracking, that tracking food as well is yeah. a big one. Like, um, do you get much uh, um, uh, resistance from clients who about tracking food or following diet plans or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, if that I think is for the hardest thing for everyone is following something, right? Like yeah. following a meal plan and being consistent with that. Like, exactly. How do I look like this in six weeks? Well, yeah. We're not, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't happen like that. It just, it happens over time and it, you know, you have to be intentional about it. Like that's something else. Like I always yeah. say is, if you want to get a result, you then have to be like, okay, what do I need to eat to get that result, right? Um, and, you know, like, I know you would say this, like, as well, I probably agree with this, sorry, I should say, yeah. um, is that, you know, I love eating food too, you That's know? I love too. eating a burger and I love, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I love a good bar yeah. of chocolate or, you know, I yeah. love a good get chunky cookie, good, you know? family block of chocolate. <laughs> exactly, like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I've exercised discipline, like what you were saying, it's like a muscle, you gotta, you gotta constantly work on it. Mm. Um, to make sure that, you know, I'm still living up to what my goal is in terms of how I look. And yeah, people may think that it's vanity or, you know, we're self-conceited, but no, it's not. It's like it's so much, exactly. Yeah. And the more self you take- Self-care, self-love. Yeah. yeah. And the more, I mean, the better you feel within yourself, the better you'll be in everything that you do, right? So um, you, that same confidence carries on into like your work, your relationships, yeah. your hobbies, everything that you do. So the more you take pride in how you look after yourself is, I, I actually reckon it's going to make such a big impact in everything you do in your life. So hundred percent. Um, do you mind if I ask how old are you? I'm 33. 33. Yeah. All right. Well, you <laughs> look like you're in your mid twenties. So <laughs> the fact That's that, a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, that, that just shows, right. Is that you take care of yourself for so long yeah, um, sure. and it shows in the way you look, it yeah. shows in the way you present yourself, it shows in your, your just your whole being, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And everything you do. And that's the, that's the message that I find is so 
common amongst pretty much everyone I do a podcast with that's in the fitness industry is yeah. that, you know, it's, it's teaching people what we're doing isn't just teaching you how to do an exercise in the gym. It's how to exactly. be strong. It's how to be confident. It's how to set goals and tick goals off. Yeah. It's how to kick ass in the morning and go to sleep like you've achieved something during the day. Sure. Um, and get up and feel more confident in your job, feel more confident in your relationships, feel better at the beach, yeah. feel more energy <laughs> with your friends, yeah. be able to maybe stay up later and enjoy yourself, whatever it is. Like, you're just, you're just building a better life for people. Definitely. And that's, I find that's like the, the most common message amongst um, coaches and personal trainers is that's what we're actually trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not just that physical appearance. It's so much more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said, yeah, setting, like being able to set those goals, not just with like training, but whatever you want to achieve in your life, right? So, and when you, when you get like that confidence for achieving something that you've set out to do, it, you just feel like, oh, wow, I can do this. Maybe I can do this too then. Like, you yeah. know, if I put this into place, maybe I can achieve that goal. Exactly, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's so transferable into every, to, into all areas of your life. Exactly. Um, let's talk a bit about mindset. We're probably not... Um, I know I've sent through a bunch of pre-questions, but yeah. um, we'll just go into a bit yeah, of a yeah. tangent now. But um, mindset, like how important is mindset for you and what are some things you've struggled with in the past? Yeah, mindset, um, a huge thing, I think, for a, a lot of people. Um, an example I give, I'll, I'll give an example of like how when new clients come into the gym or they're learning a new exercise for the first time or, you know, they've come to do a PT session and they'll be like, the first thing they'll say is, is, oh my goodness, this is going to be like really hard or I'm going to die or I'm like, oh my goodness, what? like, why are you saying that? You've not even done it yet. You like, or, you know, they'll be like, I'm going to be uncoordinated or I'm not going to be good at this. I'm like, oh my goodness, you've already spoken into your life that you are one going to struggle at this, not going to be able to do it or you're going to die. Um, which I think is so, so wrong to do when you're doing something. I love when they say I'm, I'm going to die. I'm like, that's the whole reason we've got defibs on the wall. So yeah. stress. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll be able to save you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember what I did in CPR. Just... It's okay. <laughs> <They're> like... <gasps> that's so funny. <laughs> no, but it's so true. Like, they'll already talk themselves into that real negative space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that when they go to do it, it makes it so much harder for them to perform the exercise or whatever they've got to do because they've already talked themselves into it. Instead, if they came in with like more of an open mind or like, you know, I'm going to be able to do this and like, this is awesome. I'm learning something new or, you know, you're going to then go into that feeling more confident. You're going to own it better, right? Yeah, so 100%. Yeah. I think it's so important, like the words that people talk to themselves. Like it's a ma- and I hear this all the time. So I'll have to bring like call my clients up and they're like, don't say that. Like you, you're not at all uncoordinated or, you know, like you're not at all like struggling with this. You're doing really well. It's yeah. meant to be hard. It's meant to be challenging. And exercise is not meant to feel like a breeze. You're meant to get uncomfortable and you're meant to get comfortable yeah, 100%. with being uncomfortable, like as yeah. Arnold always says. So, yeah. and it's so true. Like, if- just as said, Arnold just thought of that song. Oh, <laughs> down, more energy. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, back to it. But yeah, exactly that. Like, Life begins on the other side of your comfort. Yeah, zone. like for on sure. the other side of that. That's where that's where the when you meet the challenges and you and you succeed or fail. 
that's where you learn the most about yourself. Yeah, and you when it comes to building muscle as well, like because that's you know something that everyone wants to do these days. You know, yeah, everyone as strong wants. As sexy. Like, yeah, that's the, you every... know, muscle is now the new skinny. What exactly. It was so ago. if you want to build muscle, you have to get uncomfortable. It doesn't oh, it feel hurts. great. It hurts a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that lactic acid burn, that burn build up, that's yeah. meant to be there, and it's the there for a reason. To cry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. uh, this is something else I always tell my clients. So when that burn comes, it only gets to a certain level, right? But it's then your tolerance of pushing through that burn that will then make sure that you're getting those incredible results. If you stop at like a few reps just because the burn comes, then like you're not going to get as good results as if you just keep pushing on through. Yeah. Um, and I think the more you do it, the obviously better you get at tolerating being uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like with anything in life, you know, yeah. there's stress that comes all the time from like deadlines at work and, you know, just life in general. But yeah. you get better yes. at dealing Bills. with being <laughs> under pressure. 100%. So um, it's funny. There's, I use an example of uh, I was doing like a 100 rep calf race, see calf race finisher. Oh, wow. And um, <laughs> I was saying to my client, uh, this is just last week. I was like, I get to about 40 reps and the burden stays there for the next 60 reps. Exactly. And I was like, we're going to do that today. And he's like, you got to like 50. He's like, nah, it's getting worse. He's like, this is horrible. I'm like, <laughs> mate, don't worry, you can do it. Then you get to like 55. He's like, nah, 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 it's too much, too much. But again, it's just building people's tolerance. Tolerance, And like, exactly. if they can just get five reps more than what they did the week before, they've made progress. Like, exactly. And they're right? like, wow, like this is, because I feel like it's always mind over matter, right? Like yeah. you think that you can't do it until you then do it. And you're like, damn, like, wow, yeah. that's amazing. So now, yeah. Uh, yeah, just but building that grit and building that mindset that's strong that, you know, like I'm just going to keep pushing through. Like whenever I'm training, I'm like, I get to a certain rep range that I get to. And if I don't feel like I'm like, a little bit hacked then i just keep going yeah there's yeah. no like set thing that you have to do there's yeah. no rule book do what works best for you and again everyone is so different and i'm i'm that kind of person that knows that i always have to do more like i can do more and i will do more when it comes yeah. to training um but yeah it's something that i pride myself on too right Love it. um just notice you, you almost can't touch the ground i know <laughs> <laughs> i'm super short <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, wouldn't mind asking, like, just talking a bit, a bit about um, how you go with your husband. Yeah. Prepping, like when you were prepping and your husband prepping, what was your household like? Was it pretty, uh, uh, yeah, pretty tense? It was pretty <laughs> tense. It is, I think it's so much... Like, because people say, oh, it's great when you guys prep together and, you know, you got each other to encourage each other and stuff like, like that. So, did you eat my chicken? Oh, but... It's like, my broccoli. It's <laughs> <you say> my <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> it's crazy, though, because, yeah, you're both, like, under the pump and there's no energy, um, you know, when you're, like, in those last few weeks and it's super, super, like, tiring and exhausting and then... You know, we're working with people all day as well. So you're trying to make time for yourselves. We to don't be a, have a, that a couple. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. then we felt like I think we didn't have that much time or energy to give to each other. Um, and like, got to be completely honest with that. That's I think that's just what happens because yeah. you're so focused on just that one goal that you forget it everything is, it else is a that's going on. It's a selfish type of journey. It is. It is one hundred percent. So you, I think, and that's okay. As long as you both know that that's what's gonna, what it's gonna be like, yeah, right? You yeah. can't go into that thinking, oh yeah, we're gonna build on our relationship in these twelve weeks yeah. and think that everything's gonna be rosy and stuff. But yeah, yeah it, you will build on your relationship in the sense that you're gonna go through a lot of like 
maybe issues and dramas and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's taxing on the body and it's, it can be obviously tiring as well. Um, but yeah, you, you learn a lot in that time as well. And then you then know how you can do things better for the next time. Yeah. And Um, that's a, that's probably a good thing about being just a little bit older as well as you got a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more mature than if you're a bit younger and trying to do that and you're like. Why is like losing your shit at someone putting yeah. broccoli? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, get out. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah, you have to be so onto like all your food prep and things like that as yeah. well, um, <laughs> which takes up so much of your time too. So yeah, you yeah. just feel like, you feel like you're a robot when you're in that competition prep. I think like everything is just like, boom, 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 boom. Exactly. Yeah. And if you break that system... <laughs> It's all it's over. It is ever. all over. Exactly. <laughs> you have, but we're good with that because we're those kind of like routine kind of people, yeah, you know, that's that so good. we like, if we're not in routine, it kind of is not, it's also not so great for us. Like we like having those daily rituals that we follow. Like even when we go away, we will still train. We'll still do our little morning ritual where we yeah. have like our tea and our water. And, oh, I love you know, that. Like yeah, that's so juice, good. Apples. We'll take that yeah. stuff with us and keep to it. Yeah. Um, even things like taking supplements and stuff, you know, we'll still do that when we're away because we feel better for doing it. Yeah. Um, so why would we not do it? But exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But tra- the last couple of years, I've not competed, and I think it's been better that way because I can then, you know, spend time like lifting him up to then compete yeah, and course, do well. Yeah. Um, and how long has he been competing for? Same. So yeah, same amount of time. Yeah, so he's been. Tri- I mean, he's been competing for ages because he's not stopped. So yeah, wow. Yeah. Since two thousand and fourteen, every year he competes. Um, yeah. The other year he did like maybe oh he did so many comps in like that year it was ridiculous. Yeah. For the um, listeners, what's your husband's name? Sorry, Rohan Pereira. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's the men's physique champion here in WA um, just most recently and he won over uh, won the short category over in um, Arnold's this yeah, year. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's had a lot of success and he's not young as well so he's older than I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's pushing hard. Yeah. yeah he's just mature muscle too. Super, exactly. Yeah, that's so, the best thing about it. Once you got that age behind, you got that training sure. age. Yeah. I think we'll bring, we'll come back to this about training age but yeah. the importance of muscle density mm. on having mature muscle yeah. compared to newer muscle and how that can benefit you in comps and oh, how that definitely. can benefit you in training and injury prevention too. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and he's been training for forever like so long um before he even got into bodybuilding you know he's been training but um so like he has that thickness and that density so when he gets lean like he just looks super full um and it works yeah it can be like people would be like oh it's a negative because you know he's older it's so much harder for people to get leaner maybe but he's working really yeah 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 and he is a 100 percent like probably always the hardest worker in the room he's yeah. a bit psycho that way <laughs> but it's a good thing and you need to be when you want to you know achieve such great yeah, yeah for yeah. sure you have to be like that um yeah. and you can't let a little bit of something kind of just knock you down you've got to be willing to keep coming back and that's what he's done every year he's chasing that pro card um twice now i got so so close to it um but yeah he will definitely come back at it for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. Uh, we'll come back around to the train age again, but um, yeah. 
like what's going on in Melbourne. We don't even know if there's going to be uh, Arnold's next year. Yeah, for sure. How, how it's still locked down. I and know, which is... Gyms are still closed and, you which know... Which makes it super hard for people to plan and prep. And, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But yeah, it's probably something maybe people should just take a step back from and just focus on growing still, I guess. Yeah, until. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And at least we're still... We're lucky over here because we've still got the... Oh, um, which sure. It's not as... It's nowhere as nice the Amaro compared to the Pro League, but yeah. still got that, and you still got the other yeah, federations. Yeah, there's still some competitions going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, we can live normal life at the moment oh, as well, so right? Like, yeah. yeah, people, we can't really afford to complain. Like, we're living yeah. in a bubble here in Perth. I think it's so nice. It is. It's um, so good. <laughs> is your husband from Perth as well? Well, yeah, no. So he was um, he was actually born in India. Yeah. Um, so he's, but he's um, Sri Lankan Indian. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So he moved to Sri Lanka when he was like twelve, and then he's been living here ever since. Oh, I think he was. I'm not. Don't quote me on the actual year, but he's been here for a very long time. Yes. Like yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. came out here to study, and yeah, never left. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Um, one of the reasons I'm asking is because you look at like how so many other places, not just in Australia, but around the world, who are still locked down, still mm, going up in cases. Exactly. And then we're here in probably the most isolated city in the entire world, um, living quite happily. Exactly. Yeah. Like, literally, we are living in a little bubble here. Yeah. <laughs> People don't realise like how blessed they are and like with everything else that's going on around in the rest of the world, right? So Yeah. And um, even when we were in a, like, a lockdown, like we could still go to the shops and get food. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, you know, there was no specific time that we had to be out. Like, um, so his family in Sri Lanka, they have like a curfew and they can only go out between certain times of the day to go out and get their shopping and then they have to be inside for the rest of the time so yeah, you know we've crazy. never really had it that bad here yeah so we can't really yeah. complain yeah i mean like three months so gyms were shut down for yeah that was it yeah was, and we could so still good. go outside and train as I know. well right yeah like, you could still train people one-on-one like in a park exactly or like, yeah. yeah so and that, that's what we do because we don't we live in an apartment so we don't we didn't have a space to like make a home gym um, yeah. but we had heaps of equipment that we used to use for boot camps um, so we had some like 30 kg dumbbells and things yeah, like yeah, that which awesome. we just made deal with so there was yeah. no like barbell deadlifts or anything like that for a long time but we made deal with what we had and it was yeah. it was great it was actually really good yeah no it's, it's awesome to see like how many people um, persevered during that time mm. and how many people um, crumbled exactly it really shows yeah shows character too yeah for yeah. sure definitely shows yeah. character <laughs> especially in a business sense like um if you can uh, like again um a good saying by uh motivational speaker listen to simon can't remember his last name can't say it actually but um you know humans simon Sinek? yeah simon Sinek. Sorry. yeah I'm, yeah i was um, listening to him just this week <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah but like uh, he says like you know humans have become the apex predator because uh, our ability to adapt, not just because we're the smartest or not just because we're yeah, the sure. um, strongest, it's because we can, uh, we're most, uh, we can adapt the most, the yeah. best out of everyone. And that's what I loved about COVID um, in the sense of, you know, Monday night, sorry, Sunday night, the message went out about the closure of the gyms, Monday morning, have the online system ready to go yeah. and just being able to adapt quick. Yeah, And that's, that's what survival is in any business sense, really. Yeah. And in training too, if we bring it back around to clients, this is a message I try to bring out to clients about nothing that we do is set in stone. Yeah. Everything we do is fluid. Like, yeah. Because every week we check in, it's like, cool, that didn't work. We're going to tweak this, try that. That didn't work. We're going to tweak that, try this. And just making those little tweaks and little things back and forth 
um, just helps build better results. Definitely. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Things don't just have to always stay that same way. Like exactly. you can change things to alter like whatever you're going through in your life at that given time. Right. So yeah, yeah it's so good. Yeah. Um, your, let's bring back to your PT. Um, so what's your ideal client? Like what's your typical client that comes uh, my, to see you? My typical client is females. Um, yep. uh, generally ladies that are wanting to build muscle, lean up. Um, I do have also the clients where, you know, they're wanting to lose weight. Um, but yeah, mainly, yeah, mainly females. I have a couple of male clients that I train. Um, they're more just like lifestyle maintenance yeah, kind yeah. of clients. Um, but yeah, mainly females that are wanting to grow a booty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that again is such a big thing at the moment. Girls yeah, that are wanting to awesome, develop their glutes it. and, yeah. you know, build their muscle in their legs. And yeah, so a lot of that kind of thing. Um, but also fitness and weight loss for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm finding actually, I get, I get a lot of females who want to grow um, uh, the glutes, right? So yeah. they, they love that. And then I'm getting other females who actually have like well-developed glutes and like, oh, I don't actually want to train glutes because I'm being told my glutes are too big. Oh, I'm my like, goodness. which idiot told you that? Oh, someone who doesn't train. I'm like, well, okay. Um, let's just reevaluate their opinion and what that means to you and go from there. But do you find you get that yourself with clients like um, how the, their, their goals and their beliefs about themselves almost driven from external beliefs or external oh um, yeah definitely opinions. yeah what other people have said to them and yeah, yeah do, you, for do sure. you have a lot of young female tra- uh, trainer for you as well yes he's yeah, a young yeah. girl so what's your trainer, what's your message then about wanting to like um trying to shape themselves off other people's opinions yeah definitely do not do that because yeah. that's never going to make you happy um and then it comes back to like that thing that i said like like know what your goal is know how you want to look not to like look good for someone else because yeah like that someone else is not always going to be there maybe so you know don't base your opinion based on like one little comment that someone's made to you on instagram Um, or something like yeah yeah, and if you you want to have big thighs and like huge quads and like do that if you don't want to then then obviously train or otherwise to get yeah. slimmer legs um yeah there's no fat marathon runners or muscly marathon runners <laughs> yeah but be clear with how you want to look for you not for anyone else 100 percent. like mm. don't ever base your opinion based on what someone else or some other some person's comments are definitely not yeah yeah 100 percent. like i love i love that is um you know it's very common for me to get uh Clients will go more so with females. They'll go a little bit of males too, but more so with females. They go, oh, I saw this guy on Instagram. I want to look like her. Yeah. I'm like, that's really cool to want to look like that because that's something to aspire to. Yeah. But realize that she is a different being to you. Of course. Uh, she's a different you're... body to you. She's exactly. Probably, you know, she's probably on chapter 35 and you're on chapter one. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll just Don't go, compare. yeah, compare your chapter one to your chapter two. Exactly. So next week when we do your photos, we'll just look at the difference. She's like, oh, I don't want to take photos next week. I'm like, well, how do we know if we're making any progress? Or yeah. Like, you know, those little things, just trying to trying to uh, unlock that mindset. That's true. Um, yeah, because yeah, you're never going to be anybody else. So, like, always yeah. work at being your better version, like, the best that you can be. Um, and, yeah, again, figure out what 
that is like to you like what is your best like so for me I just want to keep building muscle like yeah, I, I, yeah. Mean, I used to be it's, it's not before, easy as a as a smaller no it's female. not and coming yeah. from the background that I came from like I was a long distance runner I played yeah. soccer at a really or football at a really high level yeah um and so for me I've always been like really skinny in stature you know like everything I would it's eat would just disappear right yeah. exactly so over the years I've had to kind of change the way that I train and you know make sure that I'm eating enough food so that I'm building enough muscle. Um, but I've, I've always been certain about that. So I'm like, I want my legs to, I want to build my quads. I want to develop my hamstrings. I want to grow my glutes. I want to build my shoulders. So I've always worked towards a plan to follow to get me to that. Yeah. Um, but I'm certain about that. And that's why I can see that I've had growth over the years. If I wasn't yeah. certain about that, then I wouldn't be where I am today. You have to be exactly, you've yeah, got to be certain about what certain you want to do. You, want. Yeah. you can't do things wishy-washy. If you're going to oh, do things wishy-washy, around. then you're not going to get the yeah. best optimal results. Yeah. You're not going to make the most of your time in the gym or in the kitchen when you're prepping your food. Yeah. So yeah, be like, be certain and don't be, don't be lukewarm is also a good saying yeah, that they use. Yeah. yeah, That's so true. And, you know, I get clients who will do something. They're like, oh, this is my one-year goal. You know, we're going to push towards this. Four weeks in, oh, no, I want to do this now. I'm like, okay. Oh. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I'm not happy about that. Yeah. All right, so we'll do this now. Four weeks in, no, I'm not happy about that. It's not working. I'm like, okay. All right, let's get back and reevaluate your whole reason why you started training. That's so <laughs> why did you, you come do. in? You do. And that's yeah. why at the start it's so important to be clear and set that. Yeah. You can't just achieve like a crazy results in four weeks. It takes mm. months. It takes years yeah, yeah. to get to a certain place. So, and again, depending on what your goal is, like if it's weight loss, maybe it won't take as long. Yeah. Like, but just I know like every day. <laughs> exactly. But building muscle will take time. time. And, and you, as a female and like, yeah. yeah, males too, but generally like if you just look at the hormone profile, definitely females just don't produce, uh, they don't produce a lot of androgen building hormones, sorry, muscle building hormones. Exactly. Are, are lower generally. So yeah, um, it just takes time. Definitely. Yeah. It does. And yeah, again, that discipline and consistency is super important when it comes to that for sure. Yeah. Love it. Um, let's wrap it up now. So what's the message? Like, obviously you've been in the uh, PT industry for a while. So what's some advice you'd give to new PTs listening? Uh, to new PTs listening. Oh, um, yeah, I think be, I think it's important for them to establish like what they want to be as a trainer or, you know, what kind of, like what kind of people they want to target, um, and then how they're going to go about getting those results. You know, like I think, so for me, I was really blessed when I stopped, like, stepped into this role because I had my husband to learn from. Um, he'd been a so, PT for a while, hadn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he'd, he's been working as a personal trainer since um, 2012. Wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, 2011, actually, wow, I think. Yeah, yeah, 2011. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he had already been in the industry for four years when I had started learning from him, I guess. Um, and it's important to set like boundaries um and rules for yourself when you're running your business um because i think at the start when i started i just wanted to be everything and do everything and reply and at all these crazy hours and you know give so much to them because i felt like that's what i needed to do um but i think it's important to you know have these boundaries with you know how late you work at night 
do you reply to people at these kinds of times of the day and things like that otherwise you find like your work life just takes over your whole life right Mm. even like the times when you're meant to be like chilling and relaxing you're thinking about work Yeah, yeah exactly so yeah so in in terms of the work side of things yeah put those boundaries in place and then in terms of like being the kind of trainer and coach decide what kind of trainer and coach you want to be um and yeah obviously things will change as like time goes on you learn yeah Yeah. yeah. um but yeah decide what kind of coach are you going to be that kind of coach that just shows up to the session and takes them through a client or you're going to be a coach that you know puts something in place for your client to achieve their goals you know and you know not just achieving their goals in the gym but you know like living so that your client can live the best life right um so yeah educate yourself with what you need to do um to pass on that knowledge to them i love that That's such a good message um and just sign off like where do people what's the best way for people to find you to reach out to you and contact you about training uh yeah on instagram um or yeah instagram is probably the best facebook as well i'm on instagram as sarah yeah. Pereira um so yeah <laughs> awesome oh um thank you very much for coming on is there anything else you want to touch on oh, yeah, message no. you want to give that? no, no thank you so good. much for coming thank on sarah you. really Thanks, appreciate Ash. it thank you for having me it's okay all right just gonna get into this now turtle